Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Email Never Sleeps. I'm Andrew Kordek, Vice President of Customer Engagement and Marketing here at iPost. And I am joined by a wonderful colleague of mine who I've known for in the industry for many years, Pilar Bauer of uh, Validity. She's a senior customer uh, uh, success manager over there. Love Validity. I've dealt with them all the way back to the return path days. So, Pilar, why don't you uh, why don't you introduce yourself? So yes, I am at Validity and started when it was Return Path, but have been in the industry probably about fifteen years. I've been on the agency side, the mm -hmm. customer side, customer of Return Path, yeah. customer of many ESPs. So definitely have evolved, but like landing in the deliverability department. <laughs> Yeah, and and for everybody that doesn't know Validity, what give us a thirty second overview? What do you what do you guys do? Sure, we have software that monitors inbox placement versus spam placement, or if you might be having blocks. Um, mm -hmm. And my job is to work with our enterprise clients to show them how to read the data if there are deliverability issues, how to solve them. Mm -hmm. And definitely in this day and age, um, paying attention to your deliverability is more important yeah. than ever, which we're going to talk about based on email volume. Yeah. Well, and it's great. And just for everybody out there, um, I'm a longtime reader of Validity getting all the way back to Return Path. They put out some amazing content, um, really do a lot of work especially around global studies. And that's what we're gonna hear to talk uh, today. So um, you had an, it gave me some advanced um, uh, notions, on, excuse me, advanced warning on a global email trends report. You guys have uh, an open call every so often on it. And it was about really about volume and email trends for this year. And I wanted to kind of go over this and um, just some of the two insights I, I drew out uh, of what you sent me and I'd love your comments on it. One of the things that was talked about, and I know this is off of validity clients only, right? So just for everyone's, you know, edification, right? That's what we're talking about. This year, though, there's a 30% lift in volume year over year compare, which is, first of all, nuts in and itself, right? Um, but in that same vein, inbox placement is going up. And spam placement is going down, which, you know, you would think, oh my gosh, with all this volume happening, right, that, that there, there's going to be more spam placement. And so that tells me one, one of many things, right? First of all, it tells me, A, are the customers segmenting better, which probably is the case? Are they list hygiening, cleaning their list, making sure that they're taking proper care of their lists so that their inboxes, uh, their inbox placement rate is going up. What are you seeing, you know, Pilar? Is that something that, am I right? Am I wrong? Are my insights off? Like, it just seems crazy to me that the volume is up so high and yet everything in, is trending in the right direction, right? Sure. And I think, you know, I think everything, obviously everything in the world was changed by the pandemic, but email yeah. definitely became a very important channel. And especially with, you know, for a long period of time, people not even really being able to shop in brick and mortar or, you know, get their information. So, um, so yes, volume definitely has gone up, but the inboxing piece is interesting. Um, but also, and we do have a lot of senders and a lot of high volume. Um, mm -hmm. 
as validity customers, but it's also important to note that our customers are paying attention to deliverability and making tweaks to improve engagement and improve inboxing. So I think that with our data, that definitely is the case that inboxing is going up and spam is going down, but not sure about those senders who maybe aren't monitoring their deliverability as much or not following best practices. And there definitely is still a lot of spammers out there. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Right. I mean, and I, you know, those set those aside, what are some of your customers doing, right? That you said that they're executing best practices, but what are some of the top things that they're doing to make sure that their inbox placement rate continues to, to increase as they send more email? Sure. Definitely, um, definitely segmentation and paying attention to engagement. And, you know, we have email validation, which a lot of our clients use, um, which is important for some use cases. Mm -hmm. But and especially with the Apple mail privacy protection, we were prepared for well, as prepared as any of us were in email (laughs) land. I know it was a big firestorm for a while. Um, (laughs) But we really were trying to coach customers on what to do with that or like segmenting out openers right in the beginning, since Mm -hmm. you really can't segment on opens that great anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, So just paying attention to that segmentation, you know, really encouraging senders to only send to their engaged clients. And, you know, with the volume situation too, you know, you do see a lot of people actually sign up for emails around the holidays to get deals. And then, yes, they may unsubscribe, um, you know, January, February, March. So you do see, you know, volume go Mm -hmm. down in that sense. But -hmm. just, you know, really encouraging our customers to pay attention to the data, pay attention to who wants their mail and who doesn't. Mm -hmm. And so I think that those are really the you know, the things to pay attention to and segmentation. I w- it was funny because I was thinking about the holidays coming up and how this it's going to start soon. And yeah. I already got a Halloween email from Party City last week. I actually don't even know if Party City is one of our clients. This is just a personal yeah. example. Yeah. Um, but I already got an email about Halloween and I was like, oh my gosh, this is just too early. And yeah. then right before this call, I was, I was curious about it because it was on my mind. So yeah. I went into my inbox and I realized I had not gotten an email from Party City since last October. So oh, I, man. and I know that I've purchased Halloween stuff specifically. So I was like, wow, Party City is probably sending to maybe a segment of subscribers that has only purchased Halloween in the past. So I was like, that's a really good job of segmentation. Cause I think other people might be annoyed that they're already getting a Halloween email in the middle of July, (laughs) but I wasn't. So, so that's just the case. I think it just goes to show, you know, we've talked about, and you've been in the business long enough, right. To know that we've, we've talked about segmentation ad nauseum about how to segment. Sometimes it blows people's minds. Like how do I do it the right way? And your example right now of Party City just doing it or perhaps having the theory that they're doing it on a very narrow basis just goes to show that, you know what, it's not that difficult to to do that rather than potentially face the gauntlet of deliverability issues, right, that Mm -hmm. can go along with just blasting everybody um, uh, and and, and, and taking that. Um, I'm curious, did you, you know, this, this email trends reports, you know, 
kind of got me, got my mind thinking, but it was there anything that you kind of drew out of this after you read it? It's just so interesting to like, look at the volume, you know, over the past two years, because we have been tracking it, you know, over the pandemic. And it's just like, I think just for me, it's the knowing the parts of the year, how stuff is going so fast. And it's just is like incredible that the volume has stayed like the volume right now is probably consistent to like almost like two holidays ago where it's like holiday mm -hmm. definitely spikes hugely, but right. it's just like shocking that the volume overall has like maintained. Um, and it's just so much and it'll, it will be interesting to see what, what this holiday brings, especially to uh, going back to the male privacy protection, you know, people are going to have to like, segment differently like some people open up their lists during the holidays or like in the past may have sent like to people who opened last year where a lot of those ways that you have to think and ways that you do have to segment is is going to be interesting for this holiday season <laughs> and i think for everybody listening you know if you guys decide to open up your lists from stuff from last year do due diligence Get, get it clean, get it validated, do something rather than just saying, well, let's just open the door of everybody from last year and see what happens. Um, that you're kind of setting yourself up for potential failure. I'm not saying it's a guarantee, but you, you, you might want to make sure with the implications that MPP has had across the industry um, uh, to do that. Um, one other one other um, insight that I drew out of this um, out of this trends report was that of people's attention span. We we know that everyone's attention span has gone down after many years, and I think the report talked about it's gone down um, over the last twenty two years from what is eight eight sec or twelve seconds to eight seconds, right? Which is like less than that of a goldfish, right? <laughs> and one of the insights was. Um, you know, making improvements to your templates, making messages easier, um, making it to be quicker for people to read. And, and the way I look at it is simplicity works, believe it or not. Um, and, you know, everyone can use the examples of Amazon or Apple or whatever, but I'm seeing a lot of trends that in my inbox, at least, um, where this, the, the, there's not as many calls to action. There's very simplistic, creative because people have ability to process is getting is getting shorter and shorter because we're inundated. What are your what are your thoughts? Do you agree, disagree with that that statement, or what do you think? I definitely agree. I mean, I think, you know, inbox clutter is a big factor of that. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, maybe not directly related to attention span, but, and I may be like a little bit atypical since I'm in the business, but, mm -hmm. you know, some people now, like, I think it's also important to try to pay attention to like channel preferences. Cause you know, I could be signed up for something and I could get an email, a text, a push notification, an ad then two minutes later on Instagram from the same brand within like 10 minutes. And you're like, so that's another, I think, you know, not directly related to attention span, but like, you're not going to open all four of those or you're going to start to get annoyed. Um, you know, so that's, I just think we're so inundated with so much now that it's like, you know, your attention span. If I got a text five minutes ago, I'm not going to open the email when I see it in my inbox. Wow. So you're just like, you know, you got to kind of pay attention to how people's habits have changed over the years. 
Right. And, and we as marketers, right, we want that immediacy, right? And so recently I've been shopping for furniture and the same thing happened, right? I get knocked around in all these different channels. And I think it, if it, it, and it's like, you're right. It's like immediate, not, not five minute immediate, like seconds immediate, like I, in my <laughs> Instagram feed and all of my different feeds and I'm inundated um, with it. We need to take special attention and say, take a step back for a moment. I know that that person might be in market for whatever, but, but maybe, maybe have some timing around it or testing mm -hmm. that, that timing, you know, because of the attention span, but getting back to the email, um, never be afraid to test simplicity, right? We talk about email and simplicity and testing for, for years and years and years. Um, and oftentimes we are pressured as marketers because you've been on the, you've been on the agency side, you've, I've been on the client side, we all have done it, right? We're pressured by people saying we need more in there because we need to get more out of this email. And mm -hmm. yet, I don't think, I, I sometimes think that we, we would overwhelm. Um, any other insights on this, um, on this, uh, on this, on this benchmark study, on this global study? I mean, it's fascinating stuff. Right? Well, and as we were just talking about that too, I was thinking about the stat in there, how volume is going way high, but click rates are dropping. Yes. So I think that has to do with attention span and inbox clutter. But mm -hmm. then also the bullet point about how since volume is going so so high, the total amount of clicks may still be driving the same amount of traffic to your website. Right. Like you may not be seeing like too much of a dip, but you mm -hmm. still got to pay attention to like your email data to like shift your email strategy specifically versus like other channels. Right. And I, and I also, I also look at, and I don't know about you, but like I nerd out when I get some new emails and I'm kind of looking at it and I'm always looking to say, do I know what I need to do as a regular subscriber, not as an email marketer, 22 mm -hmm. years, it's, is, do they give me clear direction of what you want me to do? Is everything that should be clickable, clickable, right? And so that gets back to that, the, the click rate going down, right? Like we need to pay attention to everything that's clickable. We sometimes get in our mind, well, we know, we know, where we, we know where to click on the email, but our 3 million or 32 million or 3000 mm -hmm. subscribers may not know that, right? And given that Definitely. attention, we need to make every opportunity for, uh, for them to, to engage with us um, long-term. All right. So uh, key takeaways and how can they get a hold of this or get, learn more about these email trends? So what are, what are your key take takeaways, Pilar? If you're not already holiday planning, start that today <laughs> um, and just, you know, because get ready for that and just pay attention to those, you know, segmenting, use the data that you have. And if yeah. you don't have good data, figure out a plan for that as well. Right. Um, I'll also add on to this is that sometimes we talk about holiday as retail in general. Um, this is everybody in the industry yeah. that sends email, right? From whether you're a political sender, well, coming up with yeah. midterms, or whether you're a retailer or a publisher or somebody, you have to ramp up for holiday mm -hmm. because there's just so much that's happening and the inboxes are slammed. You need to prepare yourself. And I would say is you know, a lot of people feel like they need to line up every single line um, of their data in order to use it. They need to have the perfection. And I would say is, even if you don't, don't feel like you have to, 
take the data that you do have, right? Even if it's small stuff and make sure that it's good and that it's usable and it's okay to not feel like you've got everything, all of your ducks in a row uh, to test it. Forewarn your best subscribers, right? That volume will be increasing. Um, give them opportunity to engage with you as the brand, not just for what you want them uh, to do. And I think That's that is the, the, the key to success because if your report is right, and I kind of believe that I think it's going to be, we're going to see another record year of email volume. And Absolutely. it's really, really frightening sometimes when someone says to me, well, e email is just email, just get it out the door, right? Like, you know, e email, email that can only produce so much. So um, that's my key takeaway for everybody. So um, Pilar, thank you so much. You know, this no is the first time you and I've actually had a webcast or been on stage or talked to each other, right? In the years that we've been connected. Um, and so I wanted to thank you so much. Your insight's valuable. I love what you guys are doing over at uh, Validity. So I really want to, to thank you for-, for Thank for you. And thank you for thinking of me and having me on. Oh, great. Thank you again. <laughs> and everybody, um, stay tuned for the next episode of Email Never Sleeps. Thank you again to everybody that is attending when you watch this now or in the future. Appreciate it. <laughs>